In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. It's always game day in Cleveland, brought to you locally by Smiley One, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Always glad to be with you. And we appreciate you listening to the podcast. If you like what you're listening to, well, why don't you subscribe? And if you want to talk to us, all you have to do is hit us up at Game Day CLE on either Instagram or Twitter. It is game week, and we've been talking about this for a while, especially the moment that Baker Mayfield was traded to the Carolina Panthers. We figured there'd be some, you know what, vinegar uh, applied to this from Baker Mayfield's side of view, uh, side of point of view, I should say. But, um, you know, there was a little story that came out last week. We talked about it a little bit um, about Baker saying he wanted to, you know, what the Browns up. And uh, then he said that's not true. So, Daryl, first of all, just give me your overall thoughts on playing against Baker Mayfield week one. Yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously a, a game that all of us have had circled on the calendar since he was traded to uh, the Panthers in July. Um, it is the story uh, of the week because of the – just how things went down in Cleveland, the way last season ended, the things that happened uh, last season. Uh, there's a lot of familiarity between uh, the parties involved here. So uh, this is a game that I think everybody is looking forward to, not just the participants on the field, but the people covering it, uh, like myself, to see how um, we can, uh, uh, you know, to just to kind of see, you know, who's going to – you know, come out on top, right? Um, and Baker's certainly motivated. I think that the Browns are motivated. The one thing that was interesting listening uh, during uh, Monday's practice, Andy, or I should say after Monday's practice, is they're trying not to say a lot. Like you can already tell Kevin Stefanski and the players already trying to say Nothing, but we're going to break down some of the comments, especially from John Johnson, the third here, and just kind of let you hear what he had to say, as opposed to us just, you know, pontificating and telling you what he said. And then you can kind of listen and hear what he had to say and make your own determinations about whether or not he's trying to throw a little shade. But I mean, let's be honest about Andy. There was a ton of drama last year. It was, it was a train wreck. It was a season that went up in flames. Uh, injury was a part of it. The Odell Beckham Jr. situation was a big part of it and just how toxic that became within the locker room. Um, and so uh, I, I think it's fair to say that while they're going to say the right things this week, it's very clear to me that there aren't many people at 76 Lugrosa Boulevard that are all that worked up that they're having to face Baker in week one or that he is no longer a Cleveland Brown. I think that that's a, a fair way to uh, assess that situation. All right. So I'll just, I, I mean, I like Baker Mayfield. I thought he was a good quarterback for the Browns. I thought his first year he was outstanding. I thought his second year was like, Oh, what's going on, you know? And, and then you make the playoffs. That's great. But then he gets hurt last year. I thought he tried to do too much. Right. If he would have just, if he would have just reeled it back in, if he was hurt, he should have admitted he was hurt. I, I blame a lot of people for even throwing him on the. I still think Baker Mayfield is a member of this team. If he accepts the fact that Jimmy Haslam wanted to talk to him after Deshaun Watson said no to the Browns first, I still think he would have been the starting quarterback this year. 
But, I, I mean, that's just my own personal opinion. I, I, I like Baker. I think Baker is a good quarterback um, who can get the job done, and we still haven't seen, I truthfully think, the best of Baker Mayfield. But he just got out of his own head last year, and he tried to do too much. It didn't work. The Odell Beckham Jr. thing didn't work. And we can talk all about whether he was liked or not liked in the in the locker room. We can talk about, you know, Odell Beckham Jr.'s role in this. I, I, I don't care. Here's what I care about. The fact that week one, the Browns are opening up with the Carolina Panthers. And when a lot of people said early on, look, the Browns are playing Baker Mayfield week one. He's going to try to eat us up alive. He knows everything. I think that's a crazy way to look at it. I know that the other side of the ball knows him better than anybody else in the NFL. And I think the Browns defense has a huge advantage against Baker Mayfield because they know his tendencies and they know what he's going to do. And it's interesting that you bring up the advantage and who might have it. We're going to start with head coach Kevin Stefanski uh, because he addressed that uh, following practice Monday. And here's what Stefanski said. Now, I just want to remind people, press conference sound bites are not sworn testimony. However, <laughs> this is what coach had to say about the whole advantage thing. And then I, f- I followed up here. So you'll, you'll hear my follow up. But this is what Stavansky had to say. You know, Baker's obviously a player that that we know well. Uh, he knows us really well too, in terms of scheme and those type of things. So, uh, I think our players, our coaches, have a real good understanding of, of his strengths. If you were to pick an advantage, is it the quarterback that you're familiar with, or the defense that's familiar with the quarterback? Yeah, a lot of times I think it's overrated. Uh, in terms of they know that we know that they know those type of things, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's a really good football player, and, and we got to get to work and prepare and play him. All right. Now, if you think that it's overrated, I got some beachfront property to sell you in Denver, Colorado. Amen. You're going to tell me that Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney know exactly what he's going to do. They watched it in practice for an entire year. In fact, Miles saw it more than a year. So don't, I'm not buying that for one minute. This defense knows. You think, um, I, you think Denzel Ward doesn't know where he's going to throw or what, what what where he'd like to go to? They no one knows him better than our defense, and if we get beat, shame on us. One hundred percent. I feel like I'm a little biased. I'm gonna say the defense. Uh, it's it's one of him and eleven of us. So you know we can move all around and disguise things, and different guys can play different spots. So I think we got that man. And there you go. There's John Johnson third speaking the truth. <laughs> bingo he's a hundred percent right Absolutely. he didn't even need to tell me i've been saying that for months same thing we got 11 they've got one uh wait maybe two they've got um um uh, who am i forgetting they got uh oh, oh quickly we forget richard Higgins, hollywood yeah hollywood Higgins. Pull off the red carpet you're no longer you got the roll you got the red carpet all rolled up I, I forgot about him. <laughs> I, you're right. I was such a big Hollywood Higgins fan. I just thought, you know, that's his whoopee, right? That's his go-to guy. That was the guy that they were able to to work really well together with. We'll see. I bet both those guys are like, man, I hope we do this, we do that. And they should. I, I don't have a problem with that. They should feel the way they do. But I don't know if they're going to be able to execute the way they want to. I don't think that they're going to forget that Richard Higgins is on the field Sunday. <laughs> Let's just put it no. that way. But, and, you know, um, the both JJ three and Kevin Stefanski did kind of talk about Monday, how there's not a lot to glean from the preseason as far as Baker Mayfield goes. But I found this comment from JJ three, a little interesting. I think he's confident. I think um, that was probably a big thing that happened last year 
maybe the confidence wavered a little bit, but looks confident, looks healthy, looks like he's whipping the ball. So it's going to be a challenge. Yeah, the, the confidence factor, right? He's healthy. The shoulder is surgically repaired, so it's not something between the ears that he's worried about. He can go out there and, and play the way that he wants to play, whereas last year he wasn't able to play that way. Now, granted, he's to blame for that because he's the one that said that he was okay and could play and, and all those, those type of things, but um, he's healthy, and so they're going to get the best of Baker Mayfield uh, Sunday in Carolina. And look, I, I think that they know that, right? I mean, they know they're going to get the best of Baker. They know that Baker is going to be motivated. They know what makes him tick. We heard from uh, Miles Garrett uh, recently uh, about that. Um, and so uh, I think there's going to be some trash talk going to try and get between Baker's ears a little bit. Um, and yeah, I mean, they, they know this guy, they know what's going to work. What's not going to work both from a, uh, a, a mental advantage as well as the physical on the football field. Yeah, I hear you. I, I believe every, I, I like, I I'll take advantage defense in this one every time. I, I, and again, I, as much as you want to talk about him not taking himself off the field, I don't know why the Browns put him back on the field last year. I just don't. I'll never understand it. And I, I know Kevin had said during the season, he looks great in practice. He looks great in practice throughout the week. We think he's right. healthy. We think he's ready to go. But it just didn't make any sense to me that that he was out on the field last week, last year after week three. None. Yep. And 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 when you look at just what a disaster last year turned into, um, and, and this is where we're going to get into some fun stuff with, with uh, some of the things that were discussed with – uh, John Johnson on Monday, one of the questions that he was asked was how much do you blame Baker for things going as poorly as they did in 2021? Oh, we never blame anyone, let alone like one person, you know, it was a collective effort. You know, we could have been better on special teams, could have been better on defense, could have been better on offense as a whole, you know, injuries happen, stuff like that. It's just the name of the game in this league, but um, it's a team game, and um, you can't really put that blame on one person. Yeah, that that's the I think that's the diplomatic answer, Andy. It's very PC. Right. That's all I can think about the whole time. So, Daryl, you know what I want to talk about? I want to talk about OBJ because he talked about OBJ, and you got to hear what he had to say, right, Daryl? I mean, this is must listen to stuff. Yeah, well, we're, we're gonna. You're going to be able to hear JJ three say a lot without saying a lot and i think that that's important all right what did he say you'll find out next right here on it's always game day in cleveland he's daryl Ryder. i'm andy baskin if you like what you're listening to subscribe to the podcast what did he say hmm, next